Are we just going to stare at the... Let's just stare at it. I don't know what's happening. Huh? All right, Anthony. So Anthony's on another planet. What? Yeah, right there, bud. Huh? What? Oh, I get it. And scene. Is that... I mean, come on. Is that a McConnell or that what? Pre- that was pretty good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. You need to do more of this, though. What you do... <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. Frank's got such a great visual McConnell impression. So good. You just got to squint your face up into a turtle and pull your glasses down a little bit on your on your nose. <laughs> uh, we're goofing, but it is kind of sad. Mitch McConnell freezes. It, it was hard again. to watch. It was hard to watch. This one was harder to watch. Yeah, this- it's, it's hard to watch anybody in some kind of decline. Yes. I don't care how... Well, our, our viewers know that. You know, crazy and that shit and evil they are. It's, you know, watching anybody in distress is, t- is sad. Yeah. Uh, Tucker Carlson went on a crazy, coked-up, wonderful run. Wonderful? He just wonderful, coked-up, crazy run on... Uh, who's the Daily Show guy? Who's John it? Who's Stewart, it? the older guy? No, no, no. The Man Show. Sorry, not The Daily Show. The Man Show guy. Oh, um, Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, the other one. Oh, Adam Carolla. The less successful one. Yeah, Adam Carolla. Yeah, rawr, rawr, rawr. that's Adam Carolla. Uh, he was great. Tucker was great. He was just coked up. He's telling Obama's gay. Trump's going to get assassinated. We'll go over all the wonderful things that he said. Uh. He was he was on a roll. I love how he has a, a microphone anymore. Yeah. Uh, ye PDA Kanye in, I think in Italy getting uh, topped off as they described it. This is one person I saw say topped off in public. Yeah. As you know, in... getting brains, getting a little, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, plus we got a late night podcast. We've got uh, the Biden tapes and a Connecticut man finds $5,000 and then gets in trouble for it. You see? It all comes back to you. All that and more, my friend. That is a podcast. That is a podcast. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to make fun of it. I know people who are <laughs> It's our job though. That's our job. Lana. It is kind of like though with the first like when you when you hear Grandpa's sick and then you're like oh that's bad that was the first time and then this time that he froze we actually got to see Grandpa and then it was like ooh uh, they had to like answer the questions for him repeat them a few times usher him off the stage kind of it was it was bad it was very very bad yeah it was about thirty seconds so the reporter asked him. If he was, first of all, I don't know who this reporter was, but what a dick to be like, how's that a re-election? Are you going to run? You're going to run again? Like, what is, yeah, no. in, in three years, by the way, is the re-election for him. Oh, I thought he's up for it next year. 2026, I believe, is his, it's every six years or something. <sighs> yeah. I mean, listen, we're trying to make September at this point, if we're going to be totally honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, that should be the McConnell 
goal. Like I'm let's try and get to September. We're on a month to month lease with How Mitch McConnell. 81. 81. He's up there. He's been in the leadership. He's been the leadership since 2007. I mean, you're talking about 16 years of being a upper echelon level of douchebag. Mm-hmm. That takes that's going to wear on a person's soul and and mindset, you know? Yeah, it's going to it's going to break you down, buddy. It is really going to send you for a, you know, it's going to challenge you. Yeah. Yeah, I know he he's you know, he sucks. But it is hard to watch because it's like uh, it's, it's it's awkward and it's cringy. I guess is a good word. Yeah, yeah, it was super cringy. It was just it was not. Yeah, we'll just I'll I'll leave it in the background. The reporter asking the question and and you just yep. And the, there, here it is. It's the, the, we started the pause and then like I guess I don't know who this lady is, but he's got a lady near him. That yeah, see, she's like, oh, let me jump in. And then she's like, could you answer the question? Like, no, usher him. I will. It immediately, no more questions, and then turn him around and get him out. Yeah. But she says, no, we'll take one more question. Like, what? But look at him. He doesn't want to let go of the, the little podium there. I think he's holding himself up. I don't know, though. He's holding on for dear life. Yeah, it's bad. He's in bad shape. I don't know if. I'm sure he's been to doctors and whatever, but there's something. There's got to be some kind of diagnosis that we're not aware of. It's it's like, like this is it. You've 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 gone to the well twice now. He should no longer. I mean, realistically, he should resign. He should say this. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna. Be, that's it. I'm not in the best of shape. Yeah, I gotta I gotta step down. He should step down. He should say I'm gonna step down on the 31st. You could have a special election. Have somebody run for my seat next year or or whatever whatever the protocol is of whoever takes over or whatever it is you know right. yeah, he, he could just be in the background and be silent for the next three months yeah time to hang it up <sighs> it's over i mean retire i mean retire uh, he's not he's gonna go from this to to being gone you know it's not you got there's got to be some kind of retirement period for him i would imagine but what's yeah, crazy is skip is right over retirement Yes. What's crazy is, and what what is he? Ar- Ar- what state is he? Alabama? What, I forget. Uh, can, One of the por- portion ones down there. Kentucky, whatever. Yeah, I think he's Kentucky. Uh, I can't. At the top of my head, I can't think of it. The, Kentucky? Yeah, Kentucky. The Senate count is what? It's it's Isn't it 50-50? I think so. Right? I mean, that's what they think. They'll prop this poor son of a... Just like who was the... Who was the they do this with the chief justices all the time. The Gator Binsberg. Gator Binsberg. Wow. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> who, who needs to retire? I think you're on I think you're oh. on your way, buddy. What? Um she they propped her ass up for years. You know, she should have it was her time to go. You know? Yeah, when it's t- there should be term limits and there should be I mean I don't know if a required retirement age should be in enforced but i mean enough's enough this guy's been in in the game for how you know long probably as long as we're alive yeah no but my point is though is that they're such they're, they're dead even and the republicans will be like no let, let frankenstein let weekend at bernie's fucking stay in there because we don't we can't lose 
the the seat. We can't yeah. afford to lose. Not that they would. I don't think a Democrat could sweep in there and not in Kentucky, probably not. Oh, wherever he's from, I don't even know. Alabama doesn't matter. It's one of those. Doesn't matter. Let's be honest. We could take four or five of those states and just turn them into one, right? It was a it was a joke. I'm going to butcher it, but it was on Family Guy, and he goes, "It's something about the Louisiana Purchase," and he names all the states involved in the Louisiana Purchase. It's like, you know, if we get this, we get Louisiana, Kentucky. Uh, you know, and he names a bunch of them. He goes, what are the chances? All those states suck. And it's all, <laughs> it's just all terrible. Yeah, those are rough states. <laughs> Let's see. You, you get into the middle of the country and it's a little, I mean, even at a grown, accomplished adult as myself, I probably would have a tough time. Name, I think I can name all the 50 states is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I would struggle at some of those mid southern states in and around texas that would be a little difficult it's not yeah louisiana arkansas missouri iowa oklahoma kansas nebraska it's like yeah it's nice land i'm sure but what are we what are we what are we doing down there you know what else too like let me ask you this honestly answer honestly if you give me a map of the country i could name the states if you start popping those states out by themselves and you just, oh, just show me the shape of the that's state, tough. that's tough. A lot of them are just rectangles, man. Yeah. With a little, you know, something going on, like a rectangle and a, a little thing sticking out or a rectangle and, a, you know, it's just they're, they're mostly rectangle. Why did we, I guess the rect, it's just easier to, to chop it up. Why well, are some states so weirdly, why aren't they all rectangles? Well, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, when we got there, we just gave up. We were just like, it doesn't matter anymore. Nobody's going to live here. I mean, there's some weird states that have just weird shapes to them, like like Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's one of those two double mass states. It's got two things. It's got a big lake in between. It's like all over the place. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get your shit together. It's the same thing with like I think it's Washington State. There's like a just like a because they they decided to make the border of the U.S. and Canada the 48th parallel, one of the parallels. And so it's just it's a big chunk of Canada that's like underneath the parallel that's technically Washington State. <laughs> it's just like a little piece <laughs> that's just like hanging there. Yeah, but people get straight lines better. They only understand straight lines. But you get like a state like. I want to say, uh, what is it? I think Kentucky is the one where it's all fucking weird. And then like West Virginia, they're all like, you know, trapezoids and weird shapes. And it's like, can we just square everything off, please? West Virginia was a weird time in our country's past because it was like, we got a new state. What do we call it? And it's... <laughs> Paul goes, Frankie, those darn rivers. You know, I know. I get it. There's natural borders and stuff like that, but. You know, there is a, there is a, losing cool points here. There's a history channel. Weird shape. There's a history channel special that explains the shapes of every single 
State. Yeah, I'm not watching that. And then part of it actually has to do with part of it has to do with slavery because I forget what amendment it was. Somebody in the chat more intelligent than I will probably remember. But there was a time when they were adding just before before we got rid of slavery, before the Civil War, when we were adding states because they didn't know what to do. They would add a slavery state and a free state. And so that's how you started to get some of these just things just kind of like squared off and carved out and whatever, because that's what they were doing to keep the number equal and even before all hell broke loose and they went into the Civil War. That special should be. I mean, I could tell you why Hawaii's that's that shape. But outside of that, I mean, Alaska, sure. You know, you cut the line off on the edge and then everything's all Alaska. But everything in the middle, like, all right, Florida, I get the shape of Florida. Sure. But Texas is even the, the top of Texas is all, you know, like uh, Tetrisy. Well, what about Oklahoma? How they, yeah. that it's little the rectangle slice. And it's got a little boop that sticks out. So Why did that, that about? go to Texas? I don't, I don't know. What are they doing with that? Stupidity, really. Stupid like states. Um, Tucker Carlson on uh, what's his name again? Say what? What's his name? Oh, Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla, yes. Who I respect right, greatly. Oh, so I'm sorry. Good I'm not a big Adam Carolla fan. Let me tell you about the time. Um, I like Adam Carolla. Meh. I respect him because he was one of the original podcasters. So? I just I've, I have a respect for somebody who's been in the game for a long time. Although I've always felt bad for him because Jimmy Kimmel has gone on to such massive success. And Adam Carolla has just been there. There's a reason for that. Yeah, it's been a tough little run. And and Carolla... And the, yeah, well, yeah, there is a reason for it. But he he hung around the radio sphere for a long time. He was doing, I think he got Howard's when they when Howard left Terrestrial and they started cutting up all his stations. He was like handling L.A. and all that. I think for a long time before that yeah, came to an end. Yeah. Um. Anyway, happy he had birthday. T- happy birthday, Haywood! You blow me. Go ahead. Oh, happy birthday, Haywood! 46 today. Wow, 46. Good for you. Keep on going, baby. Congratulations on making it to 46. Um, All right, so what did Tucker say? So Tucker goes on. Here's what I here's what I can't understand, first of all. Like, I don't know if you saw the thumbnail in the um in for the episode, but this was the now so Corolla's got like a podcast studio, you know, like us where the camera, there's an angle, you could, you know, it's professionally done. So does oh. Tucker, you know, Tucker's got his own little studio now that he does. He calls into the show. This is the view. This, Live from hell. Yeah. Look, look it's oh. like he's in an office on a Mac, like tilted oddly. And he's he, he looks bad like lighting. He's, he looks like he's warming in a microwave. Yeah. He's a baked potato about to explode in a microwave. He does look like an over microwave baked potato. You're correct. That's the red light from the. Yeah. Oh, the stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined your joke. Damn it, Apple. Just coked out of his mind looking like a fucking weirdo. Anyway, he gets on there and um, he's talking about. Well, first he said, 
that the media was afraid to report that Obama was gay, which <sighs> is not the first time I've heard this, but it's the first time I've heard it in great detail. Supposedly, according to... You mean the married guy with kids? I mean, he, hey, anybody could be gay. Yeah. But even if he was, what's the big deal? Who cares? Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. My father's um, gay. <laughs> but according to him, supposedly Obama wrote a note to a girlfriend at one point saying that he was gay. Which, I will tell you this, that does not mean you're gay. I have told women an awful lot of really crazy, strange things in my past to get the fuck away from them. So I'm sure I'm gay was in there. You know, I've said a lot of crazy shit just to be like, please leave me the Back fuck off, alone. Go away. Kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be, that's not entirely proof, but there's a guy out there who Tucker admits is a bit crazy and has been proven to be a liar, but he still oh, believes however. for this. <laughs> But let's believe this. Whatever whatever he has to say next is probably true. Yeah. His name is Larry Sinclair. And Larry Sinclair alleges that Obama bought and smoked Coke with him. Can you smoke Coke? Cocaine. Before they had sex in 1999. Hey, they were partying like it's 1999. All right. I mean. You could point, Frank. It was Y2K. People were like, we might be out of here. Let me we thought that coke. was it. Anything went back in 99. Yeah. But uh, even if that's true, who cares if he's gay? I mean, they're just trying to anything they could do. Well, uh, to, to just to be fair, Tucker did say that. And I didn't watch the whole interview. I just saw clips. So he did say that. But his point is, is that the media was afraid to cover it. Um, whereas when they cover Trump, <clears throat> excuse me, they go after everything. Yeah, but it's like they don't go after every this conspiracy theory is about everybody. They don't have to, they can't cover every single one of them or else they'd look batshit. Yeah. I knew Obama was gay the second he put out a tan suit. I'm like, look at this, look at this queen. He's just in there running the White House in his little tan hey, suit. Go get him. Cause nothing says you're straighter male to me more than a fucking blue blazer and a red tie i fucking hate our politicians did you see we didn't talk about this too in the republican debate every last one of those son of a bitches is wearing a fucking red tie in the debate i swear of to god because it's you know they're they're republican they have to put that image out there you i'm at the point out in a blue tie i'm at the point frank where the first person to wear a yellow tie will have my vote i don't care who they are the first person to be like fuck it i'm wearing yellow tonight I'm going to be like, you're my person. I don't care. I bet the next person, you know, those those suits you see for sale, like on in those ads, like on Facebook that are all whacked out and crazy. Yeah. They have like crazy patterns on them, like question yeah. marks or stars or whatever. First candidate who wears nothing but those is probably going to take the lead. That'd be nice. No matter who it is. They're just going to. I'm the crazy whacked out one. Vote for me. And everybody's going to like, yeah, this guy. He thinks like I do, and it's going to be, you know, crazy fucking run for the. I just, I hate them all. The Republicans wear their red ties. The Democrats wear their blue ties. It's like, will you fucking have a personality take, already? Take tie off. But, yeah, a a, get, get a pattern on your tie, too. Wasn't Andrew Yang a, a non tie guy? I don't know. I, I, you'd be surprised how little I know about Andrew Yang's tie collection. He really <laughs> fell off. Uh, anyway, so he went on to say all that. And then, he, of course, he goes down the diatribe of Trump and they 
impeached him and everybody's trying to get rid of Trump and all this and that. And then he says, which is a great thing that, you know, we're going to wear in this seat too. Cause so you can just say crazy shit and who cares if you're wrong, nobody holds you accountable. But he says that they're going to assassinate Trump because he, his claim is that after all the stuff that they've done, he's still in the lead. He says, quote, we're speeding toward assassination, obviously, and no one will say that. What does that even mean? We're speeding towards it. I mean, you're at these. That, that makes what's, no sense. What's even more crazy is he says, and I quote, they fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th when he's it's it, not not even black and white, green and white in text message. You know, of him talking about Trump and what a piece of shit he was and how they were sick and tired of it and all those chats. Yeah. So just more craziness from Tucker. But it is a good, I mean, listen. And plus the, the January 6th stuff. We watched it all happen live. We were all, this wasn't that long ago. This was two years ago. We all watched it happen. This wasn't like something that happened back in the 60s and uh, it was a big government conspiracy. This happened live on television. We were all watching it. And he's like, oh, you know, this is only half the story. Well, the story we see is pretty fucking terrible. So if you're showing me like some people were walking around, yeah, maybe some people were walking around, but that was before or after they were fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. So reversing that Tucker. January we're losing you. Man. We we lost you. <laughs> Nope, you're gone. I use my tie as a belt, Bird 2024. See, that's a great... Uh, Aaron C., I'm with Bird. Bird all the way, baby. Fly that bird to the White House. F- another slogan. Give America the bird. Would be a good slogan. I'll give my back. Uh, Kind of. Give America the bird. That's good. Give America the bird, baby. Anyway, what I mean, I'm sorry. Let me throw it out there. What do you think of his testicles? He's. What do I think of someone's testicles? He's. he's, Trump's going to whip everybody up into a frenzy again. Even though it's a crazy thing for Tucker to say, it is possible. What? Do you think an assassination is possible? Oh, assassinations. I mean,. It depends on who's pulling the trigger. It's not it, anything's assassination is possible anytime, anywhere for against anybody. What? Why is that? Why is it just you know? I don't understand. That's like saying, do I think someone will give him a high five? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. How the hell would I be able to predict that? I don't know who's you know. It depends on who's you know, how crazy someone can be. I, I, you know, nobody should ever be assassinated. This is, that's, how could you predict that? You know, what, what is making him say, oh, this, he's going to be assassinated? Like, what makes him say that? I don't get why that's a cultural thing leading to something. It's not. It's one person's crazy fucked up decision. How could you say that it's leading that way when you can't predict one person, you know, every person's actions. I think what makes him sad. Mike, can you hear me? That's bad. Oh, fuck. God damn it. 
talking. Uh, we, we're getting bits and pieces of the cursing. We got some of that. I think what makes him say it is because they're throwing everything at him and they can't get him. So I think Tucker's saying, well, then they'll just kill him. It's easier that way. Why would he even bring that up? What's the matter with him? It's like, oh, they'll just kill him. No, that's see, not always the, that's not the, you know, that's the lunatic's line of thought. Oh, well, then it's just going to be, he'll just assassinate him. No, or he'll just go away and he'll lose an election and he'll disappear. You know, that's it. it see, I to disagree. Be, he's going to get killed. I disagree with how he got there, but I also do feel like he whipped everybody into such a frenzy. And I feel like even towards the end of his first term, like things were getting so crazy. And now we're going back for version two. I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not saying it's going to happen, but he's, he's, there's a lot of unstable people out there. And they I just sure feel are. like, but anybody could find any reason to assassinate anybody. It's not, you know, they could be the nicest person in the world could get shot at. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, you're trying to predict something that's unpredictable, you know, unless there's some kind of evidence, you know, but there's no, there's no reason to think, I mean, we've had how many years of Trump already and uh, knock on wood, there's not been any kind of attempt. So what, what would be his reasoning now? It's, it's the same shit over and over again. Plus, we've got four indictments that haven't even played out yet. And we don't know what's going to happen. Well, it's a good point. What if we're living in a world where he beats all fucking four and then wins the election? You're going to have a lot of liberals that are going to be on tilt that are going to get crazy. Well, he already, I mean, he won an election and beat two um, fucking impeachments. So, and then, and he got, you know, he came out on the other side of a, a failed insurrection. Granted, he's getting brought up on charges for that, but nothing's you know, knock on wood again nothing's happened since you know as a result of that so i stayed no reason to to jump to they're gonna just they're gonna kill him i think he's hedging his bets because if it does happen if it doesn't happen no consequence but if it does happen it's everybody's gonna look back and go oh tucker called it yeah you know i think he's just playing it like uh he's just making a wild prediction if it happens then he's gonna look like he called it mm-hmm. but i think he's just He's bad shit as well. Tucker is will say anything to stay in the spotlight, if, even if it's a lie, and something grab attention. So he's I I wouldn't take anything Tucker says to you know seriously. That's why today on Wednesday, August thirtieth, I am predicting that Donald Trump will be assassinated. You say so if it happens. You heard it here. Yeah, good call. I'm predicting that uh, we're gonna we're gonna someday we're gonna get to Mars, and we're gonna we're gonna find uh, gold on Mars. It's a good one. That's if good. it happens, look at the genius I am. If it doesn't happen, nobody everybody's gonna forget I said anything. I'm predicting that Conan O'Brien will take the Tonight Show back. Really? Mm-hmm. You heard it here first, folks. I'm gonna predict that Joan Rivers comes back from the dead, runs for president wins and then goes now nah, i was just kidding oh i would love that that would and, be so and, great wouldn't that be i don't want the job thank you that would be so great all right see and if that happens i called it
Yeah, that's good. I like that a lot. Um, all right, Kanye West is uh, out on vacation. Kanye West, we haven't talked about Kanye since he had the with the Nazis. Uh, oh, Kanye's screwing with your internets. Well, from what you told me in the beginning, in the rundown, PDA is a very light euphemism for what happened. I feel like when I see, when I hear PDA, I think kisses, making out, holding hands, hugs. But what you're telling me, I feel like goes beyond PDA. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we got there. So he, I think he's rounding third on this uh, PDA. He was on a boat. And he's rounding the third buoy. Yeah, so he was he's wearing like a handkerchief over his face. Okay. Was he robbing his the boat? W- like like a like he's robbing a train with the handkerchief? He, yes. And his and he's wearing like a suit jacket. Okay. I don't think he's got a shirt on underneath the suit jacket. And his wife is on her knees in front of him in one of the images with the capture. Mm-hmm. And as I guess the paparazzi this is, moves around, uh, let me uh, put this in the chat so everybody can see it. I can't post, I can't show the uh, thing here, but I'll put it in the chat for everybody, in the live chat. You're going to make so me open you, the live chat here now. If you're on Facebook or you're on uh, Twitch or you're on YouTube, it's in the live chat right now. Also, if you're on those things, God damn it, hit the share button. Please put it on your Facebook and your Instagram story and your Twitter. Uh, let the let the world know the AOA podcast is here. Damn it! Uh, spread the word, or else you're just stealing. You're just stealing free podcasts. It's nice of you. So you can see the one image, and then when the boat comes around, they get a shot of him. And you know how suit jackets are split in the back on the bottom. It looked you could see like his bare ass. Oh no, I didn't see that. So I mean, clearly she was blowing the guy in the middle of the water in Italy. Which, by the way. Part of all of us wanted that. Isn't that kind of like a dream scenario? You take a Is boat that out a on dream? the dream. Is that when you know you've made it? Take the boat out on the old canal there in Italy and try and get a little lucky. Oh, can't fault anybody for that. Middle of the day. I mean, there's cameras everywhere. It's not like you're not going to get spotted. You're Gagne. I mean, you know. Yeah. Ugh. But people are saying that he should be arrested for this. And by the way, this is after just weeks and weeks and weeks. Hit that wife of his walks around naked like all the time. She's always wearing like see-through shit. And you could see her hoodies and everything, which I never thought I would be opposed to <laughs> until I started walking around with kids. And then you, once you have to start explaining this shit, that's when you start to get a little annoyed. Like, all right, come yourself up, lady. <laughs> put, a, put a robe on, damn it. But this, I mean... This wasn't exact. They weren't like trying to hide it. They weren't like below deck or anything. They were like on the top of the boat. Yeah. In broad daylight. It doesn't look like they're that far from the shore or wherever the hell they were. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I just feel. Could you imagine being in a relationship with him or her? Like they're just so nuts and crazy. It would be like doing coke with Tucker Carl. I don't even know what's crazier. You, you know, I mean. I don't know her very well. I don't know anything about her really, but he's a, a batshit crazy nut nut job. Well, you have to. You have to. How crazy you have to be to be like, you know, who's you know, who I want to spend my life with. It's that Kanye. Yeah, that's that's kind of true. Yeah. You know, and knowing everything we know about Kanye, 
and still picking him. It's something, something, some wiring got crossed up there. And she, uh, forgive me because people might get mad at me for this, but she's just like a, I feel like a, a Kim knockoff. Well, it's funny. There was, I saw this meme. It was, um, it said something like uh, Kanye got his own um, Pete Davidson. She had, because she had short yellow hair or mm. short white hair. Yes. And she kind of resembled Pete Davidson a little bit. Yes. And it was right after Kim and Pete Davidson split up. I, I'm actually looking at that image right now as, okay, as you're saying you it. <laughs> as you're saying it, I'm looking at that image right now. Yeah. Um, that image is in this Daily Mail article that I'll also put in a live chat for everybody so you can see exactly what Frank is talking about. The one where the girl's got the big, the blonde, short, spiky hair. Yeah, she kind of resembles Pete Davidson. Mm, good call, but with much nicer hoodies, if I may be so bold. Yeah, the, the hoodies are ample and, and more ample than Pete Davidson's. All right, Frank, I don't care for this at all. What, a competing podcast? Yeah. Um, because of the writer strike, the late night talk shows are not going to be returning from their summer hiatuses, right? Which I don't know when they all started going on vacation in the middle of the summer. When this should have, you know, back in my day, Letterman would fucking grind it out. You know, yeah, it wasn't like school. <laughs> yeah, they're not teachers; they're late night hosts. That motherfucker was in there every night, and maybe he took a couple days off for a heart attack here and there, and then he got right back into it. Right. None of this bullshit. I need a fucking summer off. What the fuck is that shit? Yeah. Now I know where they. Uh, is that like traditional? They've they've been going. They've been off for summers, or is this the first summer they they've taken off? I'll be totally honest with you. I have no idea. Okay. I know that Kimmel started it, where Kimmel was like, I'm going to quit unless you give me summers off. And ABC was like, just take summers off. Who gives a shit? Fuck it. See, over the summer, they should have guest hosts, you know. That's what I think. And I think they were doing that for a little while. I don't even know what they, they maybe they were still doing it. But even still, I think, I think everybody was just, has just been off because of the writer strike. Mm -hmm. And I think it's this feeling of like, well, and now we're going back into fall and everybody's going to be back to school and work. And so those numbers are going to come back up again. People watching the late night shows. And so they, they felt like they had to do something. So the five late night hosts, this is Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver. They're teaming up to do a podcast instead of doing their late night shows. Okay, um, prediction. The, can I predict who the worst one on there is going to be? I would love to, I would love to hear. You could probably guess. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be the worst one. I think I don't think he'll be the people tuning in for him kind of kind of thing. I don't you know, I don't think he'll be the star of the thing. I have to be honest with you. I saw it like, so they put out a promo like yesterday to, because mm -hmm. I think that's when they announced it. And, um, which I think the first episode, the first episode is today. I don't know if it's out or not or whatever. I don't care. I'm never going to listen to it. Um, but I just think it's a horrible idea. I think it's going to be a horrible podcast. And I think that Why? I just, I'm very, 
Nikki in particular about these things. One you know? Time. Well, first, see if they get decent. That's the first I can't. You're, you're, you're glitching again. I I, get, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to fucking do with this guy. All right, you're back, I, you're back, you're back, you're back. Okay, I'm going to fucking murder somebody at Optimum. I'm <laughs> going to fucking murder them. Do you know how much I'm fucking paying for... I finally looked it up today. You know how much I'm fucking paying? Two fifty. Three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's okay. So here's what you do. Literally the end of last week, I called I talked we my wife and I we talked it over and we both agreed. So I called up um Verizon and they hand you know, right now in my house we have cable, we have the Wi Fi, and we have a landline for some reason. Well, we don't even have a phone hooked up to the landline. It's just that we have a landline. But it all came with the package. So I called them up. I said, I want to cancel cable and the landline. So they, it brought the price. They said, all right, we're going to cancel your cable and your landline. And we're going to give you the faster version of your Wi-Fi. We're going to replace the router. It's going to be the latest version, blah, 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 blah. It brought it from... Over to well over two hundred dollars, almost three hundred dollars a month, down to ninety dollars a month. Yeah, we're getting rid of the cable, and we're getting rid of the landline. And I'm doing all we're it. Have is the Wi-Fi. I'm doing it tomorrow because I've had it, and I would love, I would love to Dude, fire two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, to fire who? The, this my cable company because you see where I am. For people who don't know where I am. The only place in the world where I do not have a choice for internet. I mean, I technically have a choice, but there is literally one provider and they're the TV and, and all, all the ship provider, but I've had enough. I'm getting rid of the TV and I'm only sticking with the cable until so the first second somebody else provides fast internet to this place. I am out and I'm not paying for cable anymore. Purely out of spite. Do you have, the uh, Wi-Fi extender. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Like, where's I'm, your router? How far I'm hardwired in. Oh, you're hardwired I'm in. I'm hardwired what in. What the hell is going on? That's why I'm going to strangle the fuck out of somebody in, in this office. And, I, and I'm paying for the businesses for the podcast. It's the business. It's like 300 megabyte. It's the super fast fucking... Which I don't understand. I have the regular, you know, they're upgrading me next week or in a couple of weeks. I I have, I guess, the medium package for, that's what she said, for uh, Wi-Fi. And I have a router uh, extender, you know, a Wi-Fi extender up here. That's what I'm running on. And I haven't glitched out. Knock on wood. I'm going to fucking knock somebody's teeth in. All right. Anyway, so the reason why I don't think the, the podcast, the late night podcast is going to work. Hmm. I'm very particular and finicky about these things. You, there's a there's a format. There's a structure here. You know, you and I, J. Sabs, may not look like it, but we have it. You know, when you have five, nope, glitched. You glitched five. Out. I'm back. Can't hear you. 
They don't want you talking about this. It's a competing podcast, so they're going to screw with you. It's late night. Are you back? Am I back? You're back. When you have five hosts trying to talk over each other, trying to get the lines, trying to get the jokes, like you and I, and Janine, but you and I for 30 some odd years, we could let the other one have the better joke. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe there'll be a structure to this. We don't know. Is it going to be? Well, it's not going to be written, I imagine, because they're because of the writer strike. I I can't imagine what kind of right. Oops, sorry. What kind of pre- preparation they're going to have for this? Like, are they going to have skits? Are they going to have bits, monologues? I don't know. Well, they're just going to get on the thing, and five people are going to start talking. Yeah, I don't know. And it's like you know, there are some shows where. I spend some time in the barrel. There's shows where you spend time in the barrel. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's feelings ever get hurt. We all know we're joking with each other. Yeah. What could, you know, they're probably all friends with each other. I feel like they goof on each other every now and then. That's the other thing that annoys me. I don't, I liked it when Leno hated Letterman and Conan was fighting. You know, I like, they're like, they're, you know, they're trying to win. These guys right now, they don't try and win. They're like all friends and nice. And because it's it's like in the long run, there's room for all of them to be watched because now everybody could watch all of them and you don't have to choose. Like back in the day, it was either you watch Leno or you watch Letterman. You can't. There was no catching it online or whatever it was. Now you could watch all five of them if you wanted to and get and they would share the ratings. That's true. So, <coughs> plus, what would be good, the late night podcast would be if they took, if there were three of them at a time and it rotated out. Every episode was a different three, you know. Here, I could see that. Be, that would be good. Like tonight, but we they, have Seth, Jimmy, and Jimmy. They're so boring, if I could be honest. And you know, listen, you could be honest. Jimmy's my guy. I'll, I will never say a bad word against Fallon. But they're all bored. Like Letterman would be fucking his coworkers and having, you know, illegitimate kids. So that's what you want in your in your late night host. Leno was a backstabbing scumbag. Like I mean, there was just <laughs> yeah. You just there was reasons to hate him and love him, and you know, I mean, there was there was reasons excitement. to hate and love these guys. I you know I like I no like name Seth. a reason to hate them outside of boredom. Honestly. A reason to hate any of them outside of are they not good at their what they do kind of just thing? blah vanilla ness yeah I mean it's okay, like let's see yeah they're all kind of squeaky I mean Jimmy doesn't he have some kind of problems or something I don't know he will he's got yeah he's got a little alcohol going a lot of uh, very under control from what I hear though well that's good yeah good. Craig for I miss Craig Ferguson too miss oh, Justice. me too Craig Ferguson was the friggin' man. He had the he had the best show, was the most entertaining. Because I don't know. I mean, they did skits and whatever, and it, and I guess it followed kind of a format like the other guys, but it was a little more freewheeling. And he it, it was very who cares? Let's just talk about whatever and go off the cuff. And it was a little more freeform and he was great at it. I, I, Craig Ferguson was great. He's talking to fucking robots, he's bleeping himself yeah. out. I mean it was great. 
Yes. Miss Justice, Sarah, he was so fun. Yes, he was so fun. Mercury, everybody loved Craig. He was great at it. I don't know why he disappeared. He was amazing. I don't know. If, I don't know if you, but didn't it seem like he had a staff of four? One more time. Didn't it seem like Craig Ferguson had four people working for him? Yeah. One guy working the, the, the fucking skeleton puppet. Uh, I think there was a musician and maybe the cameraman. But he did. Yeah, it was great. And, and he used to walk up to the camera and slap the camera around and everything. Yeah. There was one of the funniest things I remember is he opened the show with, you know, uh, they might be giants, Istanbul, Constantinople. He did the whole song. It was him dressed as like, you know, like, uh, you know, with the fez and the vest and everything. And he had a couple of people that were on the show, like that worked on the show, dancing with, with fucking puppets to that whole song and he had like a violin and it was air violin and the thing. it was freaking hilarious it was great it's on youtube if you if you want to look it up it's I gotta look it up. it's craig ferguson and istanbul it was hilarious he's so great he was so great uh beaver boys brings up a good point thank god it's not james corden because uh, that would oh, then this man. would be all time he'd be like let's guys let's do a singing number like let's do a fucking uh, like a musical episode yeah he he would be silent for the first 20 minutes of the show. And then you're right. He'd be like, you guys want to sing some Adele? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, J James. <laughs> James. If you're not a Jimmy, then yeah. get the hell out of here. Well, that was the that was the bit to announce the show. Steve, uh, what's his name? I almost said Steve Corden. James Corden? No, Steve. The Who's the guy that I hate on the CBS? Uh, Steve, who? I don't know. Colbert, Jesus Christ! Oh, I like Colbert. I don't know why sucks you sucks balls. You suck. Fucking balls. sucks balls. The the bit that they announced the podcast with Stephen Colbert goes, "Go ahead, Jimmy," and Jimmy, uh, Kimmel starts to talk, and then Jimmy Fallon says something, and they're like, "Oh, uh huh, he's the Jimmy, I guess." And I'm like, "Oh God!" Oh, they they finally brought attention to that anomaly. <sighs> It's about time they hit the edgy jokes. That's what I'm saying. They're going to be too, even though they all pretend like they're friends and everything, there's too much ego involved to fucking. Maybe, but this might be them unhinged because it's not, it's a podcast, it's not going to be them on TV. So it's going to be them cursing and being dicks to each other, maybe because they're not on CBS and they're not on ABC and they're not doing, you know, the, this will be a podcast where they could, goof off and be dicks to each other so maybe they, maybe they'll go that direction maybe they won't i wonder if there are people like who's running the whole thing is there a director are there i'm sure there's but there can't be writers i, I would imagine yeah. this is them just do them they talking. pick topics are they going to just talk i don't know i don't i didn't care enough to look into it a second further gotcha here's the other bad part they're calling the podcast strike force five okay i believe this is why mitch mcconnell froze today is because he got this news prior to going up to that and he just couldn't podium. process yeah he was like he wasn't having a tia it was a that's the dumbest fucking name for a stupid so, podcast ever were they trying to go with it's so lame it's funny kind of thing i, I don't know but i hate it
I absolutely hate it. They announced it yesterday. How many followers do you think they've accrued on Twitter? On Twitter for that for that show. Yeah. Uh followers, I'd say five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. It's a good guess. Way off. Seven thousand twenty six. Okay? It's rough. not just me. That's it's not just me. See, they should be at five hundred thousand by now. Yeah. Okay. It's a stupid idea and a bad idea. Well, they got to do something. What are they doing? You know, what are they, they going to do? Podcast and they're like, the way they go, but then they go like this: all proceeds, thanks to Casamigos and Mint Mobile, go to support our work staffs, motherfuckers. You are all multi-million. You all have thirty to forty million in the bank. I think you could pay a couple of people a few hundred thousand that they make for the next three to six months that this is going to last for. You know what I mean? Like, I guess they got to sell. I'm sure there's people selling this thing. I mean, it's not just, I, I, I find it hard to believe it's just the five of them that came up with this thing in a bubble. And we're like, let's just five of us do this. I'm sure there are people behind it. I'm sure they're all getting together and be like, we got to get these five guys on a thing. I mean, and then it's not just them putting this together. But wouldn't it be great? Okay, if I'm in the room and they, if I'm one of the guys and they go, you want to do this podcast with us? I would be like, you know what would be better is if we just did competing podcasts and made people choose. Wouldn't that be better? If we the used each of- other to try and drive each other to do the best possible fucking thing that we could that, do? It could. But then the other side of that would be why divide it up when we could get it all in one thing? Why split up the audience when we could get we could promote all of us until the strike is over? Then when the strike is over, people can now you're open because people of Fallon might not be aware of or care about Kimmel, but once they see them all together, maybe it'll open some doors for Kimmel. You know what I mean? It'll mm-hmm. make people want to watch all of them. I, I don't know. It's like your thing with. Um, Remember we were talking about the radio thing where you wanted the different stations to compete with each other. It kind of brings attention to each other's vehicle. But that was creative and that was yeah. a bit. It was an angle. It was a work. This is kind of an angle. Not really. This is this like, is let's all, all get. Fu- no, yeah. let's all get together and sing Kumbaya is not a fucking angle. This is going to be well, boring and vanilla. Sing Kumbaya. Maybe they're going to be dicks. I don't know. They're not going to be dicks to each other. Right. You we'll, could just we'll say. You could just tell. When does this start, this podcast? I think today. Oh. Strike Force 5 is live, I believe, today. All right. I don't see know. how it does. We'll see maybe, how it does. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. Who knows? The only thing that's going to make it good is if one of them flips the fuck out against the other one. That's it. That could happen. I could see, I could see Jimmy Kimmel flipping out on Jimmy Fallon. But I don't even think they're daring enough to do that. And here's the thing. Listen, and you can say I'm being a homer here, and that's fine. But Fallon playing it safe, he's the only one with the franchise, right? He can't fuck with The Tonight Show because it is the wholesome Americana show. Yeah, but he's not... It's not The Tonight Show. He's not on The Tonight Show anymore. I'm just saying, like, he's he is safe... And and wholesome and hearty because he has to be. The other ones have no excuse. 
And they should Look, all be just John as Oliver. John Oliver it could be because he's on HBO. His show is on HBO every week. And he could be he's probably going to be the edgiest one. Yeah. And he's not even he's not even really like a him. part of this. You know what I mean? Because like the other ones are late night talk shows. John Oliver does something entirely different. He does more of what John Stewart. Yeah. And the Daily and he only show does it does. once a week. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And by the way, traditionally, like when you look back at late night, Leno was middle of the gro- middle of the road. Don't upset anybody. And that's why Letterman was taking so many chances. That's why Conan was so odd and off. That's why Craig Ferguson was so weird. Cause they all had to be to do something different from the main franchise. And that's what made those late night times fucking great. And now we have just nothingness. Well, we'll see. Fuck strike. We need, writers. Five. We need writers. Bring the writers back, please. No shit. Um, Biden tapes. Greg Kelly, who's on. I don't even know. Newsmax, News Nation. I can't even remember anymore. I think it's Newsmax, but who cares? It might be. He goes on uh, the other night and he says, there are Biden tapes out there that are so horrific. He says they contain, quote, incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption. He says these tapes exist and that they'll be released to the public in the coming weeks. He says that the audio is so explosive, it will force the president to definitely drop out of the 2024 race and perhaps even resign before the end of his term. Okay. So how he knows about these tapes and is not at liberty to play them? He didn't even hear them. He is oh, saying he that people that he knows that are reliable sources are telling him that these tapes exist, that the White House knows that they exist, and he says that they're going to be made public in the next couple of weeks. I feel like we hear that a lot, though. Yes. This is like the 30th time in the last four months that we've heard someone go, there are tapes on Biden, there are tapes on Trump, there are tapes on everybody, and we hear nothing. 99% of the time, there's nothing. What's odd about this is when he was doing this story and he's on Newsmax. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he put a little calendar graphic up and he says that the tapes will come out between September 5th and October 31st. So it could be a Halloween present for everybody. Now I say, mm-hmm. if the tapes don't come out, we should be able to beat him publicly with either baseball bats or dildos or bread. I don't know, whatever. Wet noodles. Bread. Bread. That's different. A little insulting. You get hit with a fucking semolina. A little sourdough to the face. Yeah. The old sourdough slap. Because you just watch it crumble and it just crumbs everywhere. It's like in his hair. It doesn't yeah, hurt like him, but it's flour. kind of insulting. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Some rye stuck in his eyebrow or whatever the hell oh now nah, i could fucking pastrami right now i would kill somebody oh, pastrami's good what the hell is pastrami anyway i don't know i know it's you know it's beef but what's that what's the pas- what makes it that what are they make what are they doing to it to makes it all pastrami like i don't know but i'd like to thank my jewish brethren for it because i think they were the ones who came up with it it's very good thank god 
theirs or ours. I mean, it doesn't matter which God you're thinking. It's, it's happy it's here. We're grateful for it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. This guy I'd like to see. Like, there needs to be some sort of accountability if you're going to go on television and say that this is coming. Yeah, because then, then if it doesn't come out, there has to. There used to be retractions. There used to be people who go on and apologize. Integrity. Integrity. Yes. Yeah. There used to be that. Even newspapers, someone said something or did something that was false, or they put a story out there that turned out not to be true. They would have to legally print a retraction and go, "All right, yeah, we we screwed up. This was, uh, you know." We didn't have all the facts, but we said it anyway, or we did. We thought we had the facts, whatever the case may be. But something like this, oh, it's just an opinion show or whatever it is. I don't even think this guy, I'm not sure. Does he do a an opinion show or is he a news guy? It's all, it's all if it's on Newsmax, it's an opinion. It's an There's opinion no, show. yeah, That's come true. on. That's true. But, you know, there should be. Three weeks ago, I said there were tapes. Turned out that was bullshit. Or if it comes out, it comes out. You know, I don't know. Maybe there are tapes, but if it doesn't come out, no one's going to go back and go, hey, remember when this guy said this? Should we, you know, should he be forced to apologize or whatever? It never happens anymore. I think it's because nobody gives a shit. I could care fucking less if Greg Kelly has to apologize. That would mean <laughs> nothing to me. <laughs> That's true. But yeah. at least there'd be, no, well, at least there would be accountability in the future. Maybe Greg Kelly might, you know, double triple quadruple check his sources before he goes on on the air and says something that might not be true i think he would only do that if we hit him with a marble rye with, as with a justice. Rye. especially one from schnitzers you know what i'm saying first you gotta yell shut up you old bag <laughs> <laughs> and then you <laughs> and then you then it happens the fucking seinfeld references from this show before vacation and now have been on the ball right they've been great Oh, really? I think I'm going to watch Seinfeld after this. After we get off the air, I'm watching Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, Beaver Boys thinks it's fake news. But here, again, just to play devil's advocate and have a little fun, could you imagine that we could possibly be living in a world where these tapes come out and the leading Democratic nominee for president has to resign and on the other side, the leading nominee for the Republican Party gets put in jail. I mean, and he's not gonna, and he's not going to resign. He's not going to stop. If he gets if he gets um, what's it called uh, convicted of any of this, you think he's going to not run? That's why they wanted to push the he wanted to push the trial to 2026. Right. Because he was hoping to be president by then. And then by that time, it's he could do whatever the hell he wants in his head. He can get it. Yeah. Well, it all comes down to when he gets put on the ballot. If he, they have to get him before it's time to go on the ballot. But I know what people are thinking. And I know there's a lot of tough people out there, especially my conservative friends. However, I do believe that if he was sent to jail, I, I just don't think people would vote for him. I think you'd, I think you'd be surprised. He, I think he was right. When he said, oh, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and no one, and I wouldn't lose a vote. He, well, I don't know if he was right, but I wouldn't put money against it right now. <laughs> I wouldn't because people, you know, because they see it as him, as everything against, oh, this is all bullshit. So if he gets, if he gets uh, convicted, it's all, it's all a plot against him. It's like, no, he broke the law. That's why he's going to get convicted. But what was it, 80 or 70 something counts? 74 counts 
against him. I mean, yeah. Oh, and they set a date for the for, for the uh, for the trial against him for the insurrection. I believe is the the one that they set the date. It's March. Oh, is that right? Yeah, this coming March. I forget the exact day, but this coming March starts the trial for that. Because I also feel like if he does get, if he is on the ballot as a Republican and he does get sent to prison, one of the other Republicans will mount a third party campaign. The third party isn't going to do anything. Third party doesn't do anything if there's two active party, if, if the Democrats or Republican are actively running. If one of them's in jail, the other one is resigned or slash in a coma dead. Then I think a third party candidate could actually win Maybe. for once. But it's one of those things where um, Democrat or Republican, they're going to be like, well, are you going to are you going to vote? Because I don't want to throw my vote. away." It's going to be one of those. I'm not going to do it unless we all do it. And nobody's going to trust everybody to all do it. No, but it'll be it'll be a DeSantis or a Tim Scott or a Nikki. It'll be one of the Republicans running on the conservative party ticket or whatever the fuck, you know. Because there's six other parties that are just the Republican Party, same way there's seven other, the working class parties. Yeah, but they the get a half a percent of all the votes anyway. Right now, but if both, if if the candidates are in prison and are dead, you know, I think uh, I think that will yeah, be maybe one of the only times that, that could be interesting. Um, I don't see Trump winning, but I do see him getting his base to vote for him. Well, that's the other thing, too. I think even people... I think the on the fence people and the Democrats will come out in droves to oh, not yeah. let a convicted felon get elected president. I hope I hope that's the case. If he's a convicted felon, guilty of try of sedition and and all these other charge seventy something charges, he was found guilty. How could you vote for for that? That that's then we've just gone to a, a lower place than we've ever been. Then again, we do have a com a country of wonderful humor who, when asked publicly on the internet for the first time ever to name a boat, we came up with Bodie McBoatface. So I could totally see them being well, like... That was in Europe. Let's fucking... Was. Was, I thought that was here. I don't think that was here. Well, anyway, I could totally see them being like, let's vote for the, the convicted felon and see what happens. Just to see what happens. Uh, we've, we've gone down that road. We, we've... We elected a fucking game show host just to see what happens, and it was a huge disaster. So yeah, we've learned our lesson. Let's stick to people who know what they're doing, please. Couldn't you just see Trump doing his inaugural speech behind the glass on the phone? And I'm telling <laughs> like, you, like Hannibal Lecter. Yes, we're okay. gonna have a great term. Now I'll finish this tomorrow when I get more time out of the cell. <laughs> they tap him on the shoulder. That's uh, two more minutes, Mister Trump. For now, I got to go to the, the mess because it's it's taco it's, night. And it's a big mess. Got to clean it up. I'm the only one that can clean up the mess. <laughs> one man in the in the whole place will clean up this mess. Do me a favor. Put some money in my commissary so I can get a nice little snack for tonight and come back and run the country tomorrow. Trump can't survive on ramen noodles alone, folks. <laughs> I'm doing this for you. They're going to come after you next. They're going to take your ramen noodles. <laughs> They're going to toss your cell, I mean your house. They're going to take your guns. They took my guns. I can't have a gun in here. Could you believe it? It's crazy. Can you believe that? I'm in here. I'm in here. Hold it. I can't have a gun. They took my soap on a rope. I don't know what I'm going to do with my soap on a rope. Soap on a rope. Uh, Frankie, you had this story. A guy in Connecticut finds five grand in a parking lot and then later yeah. gets charged with a felony three months later. 
see, I brought this one up to our attention because we had this debate a while back of if you found a bag or a suitcase full of money, mm-hmm. what would you do? And everybody chastised me because I said I would bring it to the police. If it's a significant, if it's if it's like 10 bucks, you know, whatever. But if it's thousands of dollars found in a bag, what would you do? This guy kept the money. It was five grand. And three months later, he's facing third degree larceny charges. See, I think that's total bullshit because what are they saying? That he was the guy. There's no way to prove he found in the parking lot that he was the guy who stole it. Well, no, no, that because according to the law, if you find that, I don't know what the amount is, but if you find a certain amount of money, you have to turn it over. You can't just stumble upon it. You have to go through the proper, you know, uh, procedure. You have to, you know, put up a song, whatever the hell they say. You get turned to the police. They have to find the rightful owner. If they can't find the rightful owner after a certain amount of time, then it's yours. This is, let me tell you something. This is total garbage because the law, the law of the land is finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Okay. See, that's, I don't know if that's the actual law or if that's the schoolyard law. That's the only law we need in my mind. That's the America I want to live in. All right. So if you lose your car keys and I find them, I own your car now? No, that's different because the car is in my name. All right. If you, uh, I got you there. Okay, I'll give you that one. But if I lose a, if I lose an autographed baseball of Babe Ruth and you find it, it's mine. It's yours. I find it in the street in front of your house, and you it's know it's you. yours. Nothing. I say, hey, I found it. Here it is. It's now in my house, and I own it. Well, I'm gonna knock your teeth in and try and get it back. That's for sure. But so, so don't you wish there was a law that said you you get that baseball back? Finders keepers, losers weepers. Really? So you would have no problem with me having that, that taking that baseball from you? It would stink, but it's the it, what do I? I couldn't unless I had a receipt for it, you know, or some sort of marking that I could say that that's definitely mine and it's not his, and I could prove it. It's yours. Right, what am I going to do? I all right. I, I get what you're saying, and it kind of makes sense, but that's not the way it is. That's just not the way it is. You have to bring it to the police if you find that much. I feel like if you find like $2 oh, on the street, you're not going to, you know, that's fine. You pick up the $2. No one's going to come looking for that. But if it's $10,000, $5,000, that's a significant amount of money. And you can't just, hey, guess what I found on the street? It's the right thing to do is to bring it in. Because again, remember what you, no, remember what we said? Cameras are everywhere. If you're not worried about right and wrong, there are also cameras everywhere that are going to catch you taking this money and going home with it or leaving with it or bring it in your house or whatever you're doing with it. So there are ring cams everywhere. Everybody's got a camera on there. See, I don't think it should be illegal to find money. It's not illegal to find money. It's illegal to keep money. (laughs) They don't want you having money. Damn it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's bullshit. You, I understand, but they're you know, saying someone, you can't get lucky in life and find a little bag of cash somewhere. That's crazy. I get it, but I know, and I I think you're right. If someone loses their their money, it should be all right. Whoever finds it, but in order for it not to be like, I think it prevents people from taking money from someone else and saying, "Well, I found it." 
It probably does, but you know, lock shit up from that. Yeah, get an alarm. Like you know what I'm saying. Get a safe. Protect your shit. Well, yeah, but from the journey from the bank to your safe, you lose some money. You know, it happens. Sucks to be you, kind of. That's your listen. One time, one time, it prevents it. It it's wrong to steal, and that's that's the way it is. All right, let me tell you a story. One there was one time where I lost three thousand dollars okay i put it down on the table the dealer got 21 and that's it it was gone so what am i gonna fucking do cry about it like that's no 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 when you say you lost three thousand dollars you gambled away three thousand dollars it wasn't a gamble it was a lock nobody hits you shouldn't be hitting on a soft 16 if you're the dealer that's all i'm gonna say well not according to the table the table clearly states Soft 17 is the... It's another bullshit rule. I don't know what to tell you. That's another bullshit rule. i fix that right now. 16, 17, 18. Yeah, no, that's that's different. You you didn't lose it. You gambled it away. Did he find... Christina K says he found the money in a bank parking lot. Is that right? Because that's Um, that's kind of... That's a little sus. (laughs) That's going to make it harder to swallow. Tumbled on the bag. Made the unexpected find near a Trumbull bank on May 30th. Near a bank. I don't know if it says in the parking lot, but it says near a bank. Let me let me open the story here. I mean, I just think if you if you get lucky to find some money, you should be able to keep it. There's no reason to fucking take that away from somebody. There's some reason. There is no reason. That's your that's your lucky. Now you're spending time in jail. Like that's total. But you done. You have not broken a law. They okay. The discovery led to. I'm going to read the uh, part of the article that this is from Puberty. P U B I T Y on uh, uh, Instagram. Is the name of the website. Puberty. Uh, puberty. I don't know. Puberty. Puberty. Okay. Uh, it's not puberty. It's puberty. I don't know. Uh, it says the discovery led to an investigation by Trumbull police detective. They revealed that the bag marked with the bank's logo and contained, ah, here's the difference, and containing odor, odor, owner identifying documents had Shit. been unintentionally dropped outside the bank and then picked up by this guy. After months of interviews, warrants, and surveillance footage analysis, detectives questioned the guy about his presence at the bank that day and his decision to keep the bag. As a result, he was charged with 30 larceny and uh, a felony carrying potential prison time and fines. See, all right, listen. All right, first things first. Uh, yeah, so it looked like there were ways where he could have returned the money. Yeah, not to sound like Frank here, but hey, it would eat at me a little bit if there was like a guy's wallet in there with his address and everything. That would make me feel bad. So just make- because just because you find money without this money belongs to this person on it, that doesn't make you feel any less. Well, because yeah. it's easier to return the other way. No, it's not because because then 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 the 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 person who lost they're, they're real. Then there's a name. There's a if I had a way to get it back to you, to me that would feel a bit like stealing. I'd feel I'd feel bad about keeping that if it was just a bag of money and there was no way of telling who it is even if it had the bank's logo on it that would i wouldn't give a shit about that at all there was no way of knowing whose it is 
that doesn't make me feel bad because it's like in the, in our society you cannot physically return like you just can't do it like okay so but you said bring it to the police precinct right is that what you said yeah. bring it to a cop mm-hmm. i hand a cop a bag of money i go i found this five grand on the thing to be like the cop would be like oh, okay well we'll handle it we'll put it in the evidence that guy's putting it in his gym bag and taking it the fuck home with him well you never know what if that money is some part part of a plant or part of a bank robbery or marked bills or something that's gone marked wrong. bills would panic me too a little. yeah you don't know what what kind of money you're handling there if it's money that's been tracked because it's uh drug money or something yeah you don't know what you find thousands of dollars there's something shady going on that's why let me tell you what you do you get the bag you book a flight to vegas you go to vegas you hit three casinos in the same night two strip clubs you change all that money out now you can buy chips and then you'll get different money back that's why the casino was was skipping the laundering now instead of larceny we want to get brought up on laundry i'm saying if you're only doing like five you find five grand same thing with the strip club you're not going to get the money back but you're going to get a couple of dances and everybody's going to be happy about it you know what i'm saying so that's the point you know two strip clubs three casinos Fly right out of Vegas. So get rid of the money by spending it. You don't even have to spend it. You just, you buy five grand worth of chips. You play for a little bit. You go cash the chips in. And that's, that's laundering. No, that's gambling with money that you found with, if it's dirty money, if it's not, (laughs) yeah. I don't know if it's dirty money or not. You're not, you don't know for sure. Well, you don't know, but what if it's, that's why you go to the casino and change it out. Got it. You keep saying launder, but change it out. Yeah, uh, Your Honor. Is what? You're re- is when what? You're, we're talking about changing it out, Your Honor, not laundering. I don't know where this, fa- where this fancy word came from. Your Honor, finders, keepers, losers, weepers, and switcheroonie. Okay? That's what we have Defense here. rests. <laughs> That's all we're dealing with here, Your Honor. Look at this guy. You think he knows anything about laundering? He's just operating on his finders, keepers, switcheroonie rule. That's right. That he got from third grade. That's right. It's called disclosure, you dickhead. That's right. We learn all of our law knowledge. We've got all our law knowledge from either cartoons or my cousin Vinny. You know what? I wouldn't have to switch a Rooney if law enforcement wasn't so goddamn sneaky, okay? And putting marked bills in and shit. Well, you know, they got to catch criminals like, like people like you who want to <laughs> launder money. You know what the best thing that could happen to you? You find the bag like that, you open it up, you start going through it, and one of them purple paint things goes off. Die pack, yeah, right in your face. Gets in your eye. Now you're suing the fucking FBI and the police department. I mean, I guess, I wonder what... That's a good point. If you find that on the street, oh, you're, you didn't take it, you're just looking through it maybe to see if there's identification, and you get die packed in the face? Mm-hmm. I, I bet you'd have a case there. There's a rule. Next time you find a bag of money and you're going through it, make sure your face is in your eyes. <laughs> oh, take your tape, your eyes open. You got to take your glasses off, Frank, and go through it thoroughly. <laughs> where's the what's in here? I'm looking for identification. Your Honor, and then you get uh, blinded. Frank Campanella wears glasses. Why wasn't he wearing glasses to find the identification? I don't well, know. I'm uh, nearsighted, so I took the. I can only see near. I can't see far away, so I took the glasses off to look in the bag, and. Uh, Boom, goes the dynamite. There you go. 
But that would be a case. Again, I think die packs are used in banks, so you'd have to sue the bank. True. Someone's getting either, sued. Somebody with way. more money than I am is getting fucking sued. That's all I know. That is all hey, I here's, know. Here's hoping you find a bag of money that a bank robber dropped that happened to be filled with die packs from the bank. Well, let me just say something. This is total bullshit. Okay, if you nail the guy, just get the money back. There's no reason for jail time or fines or whatever. No harm, yeah. no foul. Okay, this guy's there's not, another. Yeah, this guy's not Billy the Kid. He's not going on a crime spree. Exactly. He picked up the bag. I mean, I guess there's got to be some consequence or else he'll just try it again. The next, I, I don't know. If you find this guy, you go, just give the money back. What, yeah, it's, let's even just, if he goes, I already spent $2,600. All right, whatever. No big deal. Just fucking <laughs> give back whatever that's, you got. That's true. I, I, I see what you mean there. This guy, what did he do? He found money. Fucking, you know, it's not like he uh, he didn't steal it from, you know, so out of some guy's pocket. Yeah, I agree. The the the, the penalty should not be very harsh because who's to say he wasn't going to give it back? You know what I'm saying? Who's to say Three he didn't later? Well, listen, I got I have a bag right now in the back of my car filled with clothes that I've been meaning to donate for the last <laughs> nine and a half months. OK, so shit just gets that. in the way. OK, all right. I give you that. Life happens, Your Honor. Let, let, Your you Honor, know. I was on my way, and then my my kids, I have to pick them up from fucking soccer, and yeah, and then I got the you know this one calling and that one call. I, I just I forgot it was there. Got a hankering for ice cream every time we go. It's something that comes up, you know. Shit happens. Shit happens. Three months later, I I sweat tomorrow. I was on my way to, to the thing tomorrow. I was gonna bring it there. You caught me on on a, on the day before I was going in. See, That's look, it's it. on my calendar. I wrote it right here. Going in. Bring in five grand. That's the key too, right on your account. <laughs> yeah, you see, tomorrow's the day. How could I? How could I have gone in the future and written this? I, I couldn't. Here's my Apple reminder, Your Honor. I just keep rescheduling it. You know, just keep moving it around. Yeah, delay, delay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Poor bastard. Yeah, so he thought he hit the jackpot. Five, oh, five grand. Money troubles are over. And now he's in jail. That's bullshit. Guess what? This is yeah, grand larceny. But yeah, I, only... I think you're right. Accidental. It's, but to be fair, I think it's they said like third degree larceny, which is some fines. And but they did say some jail time, which is like, come on, jail it sounds time. like they're trying to scare the guy. Yeah, the guy's not a criminal. He didn't do any. Like he's he just found the money. Uh, yeah, leave him alone. The only yeah. people that have it worse than him is fucking the people that are gonna accidentally wind up listening to that late night podcast. <laughs> but uh, I I know you say don't put him in jail because if you find five grand, you know then we should go lenient on you. But I don't I don't know if jail is the right thing for this guy. But yeah, maybe he's got to pay a little fee, a fine for it. You know, five grand. He's give the five grand back, and you owe another five hundred bucks. Let me ask you a question. Are you offended at all yes. by by that podcast name, Strike Force Five? Because it Am sounds I... like they're going after Star Wars nerds, and then even they accidentally stumble on it, and they go, "Oh, it's late night guys." And then, all right, I'll maybe I'll try and listen to it. Well, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Why would it have something to do with Star Wars? Strike Force Five feels like a Star Wars, Star Trek, like the nerdy Force? thing. No, it's because of the strike that's going on. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. I don't think it has anything to do with that. 
By the way, I didn't realize it was the strike. I didn't put that to the game. <laughs> I didn't either until you just said the Star Wars <laughs> thing, and then I went, wait, a strike football. Oh, strike. Yeah, so it's, and plus it's, you know, kind of, I think they also went with the it's so lame, it's cool kind of thing. <laughs> strike for five. I hope all five of them find a bag of money outside of their local bank. Okay. <laughs> That's what I fucking hope right now. See, if they do, they would do the right thing. <laughs> They wouldn't fucking vanilla nerds. <laughs> All right, Oval is in stores right now. Link in the description uh, in uh, the Amazon stores right now. Link in the description below. Grab yes. that book. Pick up that Oval, baby. It's a great read. Uh, first one that Aaron C wrote. Hopefully, it won't be the last. Uh, merch links in the description below as well. Uh, click on that. I see a couple of shares here for the podcast. Nice bird on Twitter and. See a couple Appreciate on Facebook. That. Appreciate that, guys. Make sure you hit the share button, the likes, the loves. Yeah, we want, want to spread the word on this podcast. We got. We need some organic help. They call that organic help, Frankie. Last minute uh, super chat by Kaylin McKenna. Thank you very much. Oh, thank that. you, Kaylin. Appreciate that wholeheartedly. Um, that's it for us until Friday. We will catch you guys all on the next episode. Agreed. We love you all. Oh, me potato salad. Later. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. <laughs>